Hey, uh, you hear this uh, lozenges in my mouth. A lot of us, uh, our voices are shot from the seven and a half hour election stream. Look, today we have Carrie Lake on the show. It's going to be a little bit different. That's why we started late to accommodate the future governor of Arizona. Accommodate. She wasn't being a diva. She was being very, very amenable. Obviously, she has a lot going on. Uh, so if you could tweet this out, Instagram, because because we're not on YouTube. But look, uh, some of you have been asking, how can you support us? And I appreciate it because we didn't really have a lot of sponsorship spots. We didn't really sell anything election night. Um, this is it right there. If you go to crowderbook.com, uh, a lot of people think my first book would be change my mind. Um, that's coming down the pike. I'm working on that, but, uh, this is a children's book called beautiful differences. And if people out there know what fearfully and wonderfully made means, then you know what this book is about. And, uh, out of everything I've ever done, this is probably what I'm most proud of, even though I know it's a deadly sin. So not proud of, but, uh, happy with it. It is a love letter to my children. As you know, I have twins. Uh, out of everything that I do, the most important moniker is dad. Uh, and I don't get to talk about my private life a lot. That's by design because they have to choose if they ever want to be in the public spotlight. So that'll continue to be the case. But if you want to know how I feel, uh, you want to know what I think about being a dad and what it's like to raise children and how much they mean really to not only you as a person, but this country this is what the book is about. It's called Beautiful Differences. It's really, it's not a political book. It's meant to be a book that you can read to your kids now or your kids can read to their children uh, 50 years from now. It's not about a kid voting for Trump. It's not about some transgender issue. It's just hopefully a wholesome book that can be a classic in your family and you can enjoy uh, for kids who maybe have some questions about how they're different, boys and girls. Once upon a time, that wouldn't be controversial. Boys and girls are different. That's a good thing, but they're also the same in a lot of ways and in the most important way that they both need a mom and a dad. I know, especially today, I know a lot of you out there maybe feel lonely or isolated and sometimes we forget that uh, children feel that way and they just need a little bit of a different communication method. So it's not a MAGA book, it's not a political book, but it is my book and it's, uh, well, it means a lot to me. I hope you enjoy it. The release is going to be somewhere around Black Friday. Uh, so you'll definitely have it in time for the holiday season, Christmas season, as I call it, real season. Let's not, I don't care if you're, don't buy, if you're doing Kwanzaa, don't buy this book. Uh, Crowderbook.com for pre-orders. That's how you can help support the show. And really, it's just, uh, it's hopefully worthwhile for you. So let's get to it. Carrie Lake, I'm excited. This ain't over. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, hold on, let me get a sip in. Ah, it burns. Way too hot. <laughs> you knew. What happened is we did election night, obviously, and things had to be reset in the studio. Like My us? headphones got tangled. Ah, people ah. think it's a, people think it's a creative choice. Cold open, no headphones. No, no, no. They're just tangled. <laughs> I also forgot my belt today. You ever have that where you, you forget no. your belt? I put on my jeans and I forgot my belt and I feel naked. Every day. I feel like Eve in the garden, only I didn't trick all of mankind. <laughs> so not quite like Eve Not in the quite garden. like. 
like Eve. So look, we have Carrie Lake on the show today. That is going to be the bulk of the show, not just an interview, but we are going to go through some numbers here in Arizona. Spoiler alert, she absolutely should win this unless there is some crazy anomaly coming down the pike. Uh, and if I seem reserved in the interview with Carrie Lake, it's because I am what I have been informed as, known as what they call a liability. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure she's able, she, no one's going to know better what's happening on the ground yeah. than Carrie Lake. Like future an governor. attack ad. Like what? Uh, what? An attack ad. Oh, I thought you said an attack adder. No. Is that some kind of a fish? No. Is well, it a, yes. Is a it a fish? I mean, I think both. Maybe it's some kind of like a mollusk? I think so. What is a mollusk? I don't know. You guys can comment below. I don't know what a mollusk is. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Your guess is good. <laughs> talk. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, and also, also, keep that up, because question of the day is, what election outcome surprised you the most, and uh, what, uh, what has you most uh, heartened? I don't think that it was a bad night, and I'm not just saying that. I think that uh, a lot of conservatives made a mistake in, if you underestimate your opponent, right, if a fighter goes out and says, ah, oh, I'm going to beat this guy, I'm going to smash him, well, then what does it make you if they're easy? George St. Pierre, who's been on this show, would often say, my opponent, this is the most dangerous uh, opponent yeah. I've ever had. And people are like, Dan Hardy, like, come on, that's not your most dangerous opponent. But he would do it to build up the opponent so that it felt like a victory. This still is overall on paper a net win, just not by as big of a margin as many people uh, expected. And I think there are some lessons to be learned. And like I said, 2024 is the most important election of our time. This was the precursor to that. And I certainly don't think that, uh, you know, if it's a jab as a setup, uh, we can set up something pretty pretty damn good going into uh, 2024. So anything you can do to get this out, because Carrie Lake needs your support. And I'm not in the, I've never been in the business of endorsing any candidate. And I haven't endorsed Carrie Lake, but I will say this. She chose to come on this show. She's been a friend of this show. She understands the value in uh, going on alternative media and not shying away from it. And I respect the hell out of that because I know that it is not easy to walk into this quagmire. Gerald A., how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm slightly recovered from the seven and a half hour live stream. Oh, Not quite. You got some rest. You? Why in the hell is Comedy Central on my monitor right here? Why do I see it's Trevor Noah? It's an ad. Did you just say that yeah. you want my blood pressure to rise before we? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to piss you off right before you talk What's to a future guest. Someone get me some beet juice. <laughs> it used to be good. Yeah, I know. I said, "How are you, sir?" I'm I'm okay. I'm tired. You know, look, we did seven hour stream. People, how are you? Pushy. Oh goodness. All right. <laughs> and then fastest man on his feet. We are in Nashville this weekend. Of course, ladderwithcutter.com slash tour at uh, the Ryman. There are only singles left. I apologize. Those are the only tickets left. You can get them as walk-ups. Uh, sold out otherwise. But uh, the quickest wit in the West, fastest man on his feet. A little shorter than average, but you know what? He's oh. cuddly, he's adorable, and he's ready to please. Dave Landau, how are you? Ahoy. <laughs> I'm short? <laughs> I said a little. Oh. You really don't come across as a short guy to me because you're not a dick. Oh, that's true. They do tend to be a little aggressive. They do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little. <laughs> How do you think Napoleon would feel if he could come back and he hears everyone saying, he's got a Napoleon complex? Like, that's not me! What? He's just very angry, but he's trying to be nice now. Okay. Like, hey. like, no, it's not me. I'm very nice. So the only thing you remember is, wa is, is Waterloo? That's the only <laughs> thing. I did a lot of other things. I'm short and Waterloo. Oh, yes. how would you like to be crystallized at your worst moments? It's like, funny you should say that, Napoleon. That's what happens to everyone in 2022. Uh, yes. I made the croissants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you're worst moment forever that's I, what happens with social. i heard for the, the, his time though yes he was actually a man of average stature no no no. for his time he would he be a midget today he would oh. qualify for midget money oh really he was short back then which wow. means he was three foot nothing wow that's gross <laughs> danny no devito offense. would tower over him like midget hey squat <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Which brings us to, I by the way, Bill and Ted. Yes. Uh, we have to get, this is all a precursor to Carrie Lake. Let's be honest here today, but uh, we have an update on the elections, everything A to Z, a lot of good news. But first, I don't know if you know this, Sean Penn actually gave his Oscar to uh, Zelensky, which seemed weird, but then made total sense. That brings us to this week's Entertainment Minute. And I've just been notified that PBS is really angry about CrowderBook.com. Are they? Yeah, Ooh. it's not Drag Queen Story Hour. It's just Story Hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, Oscar winner uh, Sean Penn, Oscar and all natural, Sean Penn <laughs> yes. was in Ukraine and uh, gifted Zelensky. Uh, well, I kind of already, I foreshadowed Oops. it, but uh, <laughs> well, here's what he gave him as a gift. For you. Oh, Sean. Yes. No, no. please. That is yours. No, I. I please, I, I don't want. <laughs> but if I know this is here with you, then I'll then I'll feel better and stronger for the fight. He got that out of Beto's ass. <laughs> In my peace life, it was a dream. Thanks so much. When you when you win, bring it back to Malibu. Great, yes. great, okay. Because I'll feel okay. much better what? knowing there's a piece of me here. We have to win. Uh, we have to How win. to make a war Wait. about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an Indian giver. I was just about to say, was a leaf behind? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get to keep it? And by the way, that was over like a breakfast, a Zelensky Ukraine yeah. Hollywood breakfast, but unfortunately the breakfast actually wasn't all uh, roses, took a turn when Sean Penn was uh, less than happy with the cuisine. Mm. I don't want something else. Why did you ask me that? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to see. Maybe they have something. Yeah, ask Bob. Okay. Ask Bob. Mm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, Just boy. Give him can, what he wants, You can guys. take the pen out of the IHOP. Uh, not to be outdone, by the way. Also, by pen, uh, Steven Seagal graciously, he, he gifted yeah. his PETA humanitarian award. To Vladimir Putin, so it's just it's Aww. the competing. Oh yeah, what's he let him run over a puppy with? <laughs> a tank, Why won't so that panda to? make other baby pandas? <laughs> I can make him. I stole it. <laughs> panda. That's what he does, by the way. That's how you know it's fake. It's like, look, this is what would happen. Why are you hitting yourself? So it sounds like I can fight. <laughs> just looking for his wallet. Yes. Yeah. Did you just hit your bloody knuckle on the desk? Yes, I did. It hurts. We don't need to sting her out. Uh, this is a live show, by the way, Monday through Thursday on Rumble right now until we return to YouTube. If we decide to, I think November 21st, 10 a.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. Rumble, audio podcast. Please go subscribe there if yeah. you have not. Leave a review. And, of course, on Mug Club, we'll be doing an extended segment today. Just chat. By the way, no Carrie Lake on uh, Mug Club. We're doing everything on Rumble because yep. people want to hear from her, and then we'll just do the chat. Yep. Okay. So... Election update, Gerald, here. Before we have Carrie Lake, and I know she's coming on really soon, uh, 2022 didn't exactly go as people were expecting, uh, yeah. but Congress is still up for grabs. They are, yes. So that's fine. There's 218 seats needed for a majority. We have 210 seats right now, 33, uh, 33 races still to be decided, and we're favored to win a narrow majority. We thought it'd be a little bit bigger majority, but still favored to win a majority, mm -hmm. so that's good, right? So New York actually was huge for us. New York <laughs> may be the reason that we win the House. Yes, exactly. If you want to be pissed off as a Democrat on the House, just look at New York, and that should tell us something. We'll cover that more in depth another time. Uh, but in Colorado, with a margin of only 64 votes, the race between uh, Boebert and Frisch remains undecided with 95%. You know What's important about that? Mm. She refused to concede. Some networks called it. They, and called they tried it to say she was an election denier. Yeah. 64 votes? 
It's Imagine if she had conceded. <laughs> Imagine if she had, you're, you're an election. Remember, this is the beauty of doing it live. Nothing up our sleeve here, right here. You can bring up CNN. You can see this is live every single second as we do it. Not many people do that. 64 votes. She was declared an election denier if yeah. she did not concede. Thank God. God, she didn't. Well, and the same thing that happened in Arizona is happening in Colorado. As more of those votes get counted, those big gaps start to narrow down. But let's jump to the Senate really quickly. So 51... And by the way, that means a recount must happen if the yeah. margin of victory is less than or equal to like 0.5%. Yeah. So that probably will be probably a recount. Probably a recount, but hopefully it'll still be just a confirmation. Unless they happen to find Maybe votes, Frisch will pull an Al Gore. A lot of you don't know this. Like yeah. Florida was a shenanigans. No, Al Gore only wanted to count recount four counties. <laughs> And George Bush said, like, why don't, you, why don't you recount all of them? He said, just the four. <laughs> and George Bush said, no. Yeah. <laughs> so 49 seats right now for Republicans, 48 for Democrats. There are three states still in play. We obviously know George is going to a runoff. Herschel Walker, it, it's going to be a really rough sled there, so don't count on that seat coming over to us. But Nevada is looking pretty good. Laxalt is leading right now by a couple of points. I don't think that's going to change. 83% reporting, so I think that's a pickup. Really where we need... Arizona, and we need Kerry Lake to just pull, drag Masters over the finish line with that popularity because it's it's separated by about 140,000, 130,000 votes right now. Right. And by the way, there are about uh, 810,000, I think, yep. ballots left to be... Left to, you know, or 70% counted, 810,000 right. left to Dang. count. Yeah, and Masters yeah. only needs to win about 56% of those remaining votes to win. And by the way, his margins have been better than that in a lot of these votes being counted. Here's from Washington Post, and they really don't want Masters to win. It says, Masters could actually make up ground with the remaining Maricopa votes, given that Republicans do well on late mail ballots in the state, and there are as many as half a million uncounted votes in that county alone. Keep in mind, too, a big reason that Republicans didn't win as big as they wanted to. Mitch McConnell's super PAC canceled $10 million in Whoa. funding for Masters in September. So what a dick, right? Now. <laughs> yes. I just say that before Carrie Lake comes. This is all, these are yeah. all my opinions. She'll be on in just a minute, so as soon as we have yes. her, we'll let you know. Smash the rumble button right now if you're watching right now to show Carrie Lake you love her. Uh, let's get into Arizona. Because this is important. It's a microcosm for the entire country here. Uh, we were following this again, remember? Getting gaslit. During yeah. the day of the election. Yes. This isn't happening. I do remember. But I'm watching it happening. Thank God we weren't on YouTube. So <laughs> there are some well, results. We be on anyway then. Right. Yeah. Some results that they're waiting to come in. This is from New York Times. Uh, I don't know when you're watching or listening to this. Carrie Lake was at 49.6%. Hobbs at 50.3, which is pretty good for someone who didn't show up to debate or right, uh, do any interviews. Yeah. Um, Maricopa County alone, they have 400,000 early votes left to count. And keep in mind, these votes uh, actually will include 290,000 that were dropped off, and this is important, election day votes. We know yeah. Republicans do significantly better. Mm -hmm. 290,000 of them were dropped off on election day. I believe we have a clip. Most of those votes are early ballot it's votes. It's a cart. Okay, so in Arizona, <laughs> people can uh, vote early. They can go on our uh, early voter list, and they have a, a early ballot and these that are left, the majority of them are ballots that came into us via mail or drop off this weekend or later. In particular, just on election day, just yesterday, we had over 275,000 people drop off an early ballot uh, for us. So that's the, the large majority. All right, of that's it. enough. I don't want to listen to that guy anymore. Yeah, Here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> 
the newer ballots that have been dropped off. And this is one thing I want to tell you guys. You know, people will say, oh, you know, you're just being an optimist. Some people will get mad during the election uh, night. No, no, it's not false optimism. Remember at the early onset, I said, I don't think that Oz is going to win. Unfortunately, people got mad. I said, I don't think Walker is going to win. I'm glad it's going to a runoff. I think yeah. that's a rough one without the air, without drafting in behind Kemp. But, yeah. um, for example, Charlie Kirk, and I, I, I don't know him personally, but uh, I, I like the guy. I like the work that he does, just to be clear. But he was really, really upset, freaking out about the morning results uh, with Kerry Lake, saying they needed 10 times those numbers. Here's the thing. He wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. The machine stopped working, mm-hmm. right? People would have to wait three hours, so either they would come back to vote or had to leave it in a box, which really wouldn't count as those votes. Right. So he was right about the numbers needing to be better. You just always have to allow for the possibility that there could be some variable you're not taking into account. That's what I thought was happening, considering yeah. how this did not seem to track with what we... At all. Just as far as votes coming in, total numbers. Yeah. I said, ah, you know what? I think that Carrie Lake is still going to win this. I still called that the night of the election. I'm still calling it now, unless something crazy happens. Let's hit some of the numbers here, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, so and sorry, Dave, I know we have to kind of get through all these numbers. You're and- fine. I'm no, listening. No, no. So the, the ballot drops have favored Lake, you know, hugely. She's actually sent some stuff out via Twitter, which is kind of Pretty fun. crazy, uh, but in numbers, Maricopa, actually. It really yeah, is. Maricopa County, 50,000, uh, 55,000 vote drop. Lake, 70.6%. This is overall. one drop. That's a 55,000 vote drop. Yeah. Lake had 70%. Now, that's not quite... Not quite Joe Biden's 97 100%. in Wayne County <laughs> on election night. <laughs> Not everybody can do that. That's just when the stars aligned perfectly, right? It's She's just, a busy lady. You're never going to have, again, the weakest candidate with no rallies who doesn't give interviews and is dementia-riddled uh, in a county that he was losing. Until, like, it, the stars aligned for Biden to get that uh, 97. I believe you meant winner. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Winner. Sorry. Sorry. Winner. He is the Ricky Bobby of Alzheimer's president. Shake and bake. So... <laughs> Well, certainly, certainly shake. Certainly shake. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> it was too easy for both of us. Yes. So another Maricopa County drop of 137,000 votes, Lake 76%. That's one drop. Of one drop. Those are those are really big numbers because when we were looking at it, Lake was down by five, six, seven points at some time. And, and obviously the media was loving that, but they weren't giving you a whole lot of context on what was left to come in. Uh, Yuma and Greenlee County, another one, 76.4%. For Carrie Lake on that one. So just these huge, huge swings, right? And we, we talked about the issue with scanning votes, right? And people dropping stuff off. Right. In box, the issue. The right. Right. Because we the issue with the votes going into to box three. We we have the future governor on. We'll we'll just assume, you know, everybody was playing it square and things happen, right? Okay. So people left sure. their vote in what they called box three, which was right below the scanner, it just had a three on it. To be clear, there when I no say this, two, there's I'm no box one, that. there's no box two. Box three means the cumulative number of people who were not able to get their votes in. And so they had, because many of them are gainfully employed, couldn't stick around for two or three hours. They put them in a box to be counted later. <laughs> right, right under the scanner. So this is mostly morning voting, same day voting, 17,000 votes. That's what box three signifies. And those have not been counted yet. If you look at those drops that are all 70% or more for Kerry Lake, and then you have 17,000 votes in box three, meaning those early morning votes, you can expect at least that number uh, and just uh, do we have uh, let me know when we have Kerry Lake, but uh, yeah. we have MSNBC really quickly, I think. Yeah, they're just saying don't worry about it. Yes, it's, so fu- it's well, fine. We're showing you this clip not because they're right, but because it's funny. 
Are we seeing wholly invented um, uh, fake news, wholly invented uh, false stories about Arizona, or are they just spinning and distorting what amount to small kind of normal distortions in the in the electoral process over the course of the day into something that seems more nefarious than it is? Yeah, it's the second thing, Rachel. Um, you know, with this stuff, they take a grain of truth, which is, you know, there were a couple of uh, vote tabulation boxes that were. Uh, malfunctioning and they took a video of a person announcing this to the group they said basically you know just wait in line uh, or put it in that third box and we'll deal with it later they will be adjudicated they will be hand counted at the end of the day uh, but that wasn't enough for some people on the internet who had to then wildly um, hypothesize about what was really going on with the ballots because that's what goes on in this space Yes, we wildly hypothesized by what was actually happening. Thanks, Kevin Bacon from Animal House during the parade. Yeah, he doesn't at all look like a school shooter. <laughs> all is well! Yeah. <laughs> He's also Bluto Blutarski looking at his uh, clock, his yeah. watch, and it's like nine hours off. I believe that we actually have the future governor of Arizona on the program. I think she's on the phone. Is she on the phone? Yeah. Or do we have her? Yeah, I see her on the phone right now. The phone or do we have FaceTime? <laughs> no, she's, she's, she's talking to somebody, talking on, the to somebody on the oh, phone. Oh, she's talking on the phone. Yeah, All right, so let me know then when she's ready. It's she's very, very busy. Saying, Don't go on the show. <laughs> this is a big day for her. This is a big day for her. Days. Yes. Hopefully she's wearing something blue, like something new. And no, red, uh, red, 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 it's, be red. I have no it's not that big day. It's the other big day. The red, red wedding. No, no, it's Republican. A white wedding. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking Democrat. about the wedding. All right. <laughs> Just to give you some context here, too, by the way, in 2020, Republicans outvoted Democrats on Election Day by 34 percent. So while we're talking about those 17,000 votes in box three. Again, we don't know the numbers from this election, but we do know that at least starting in 2020, the Republican voting is significant. Look. You can go check all the references at lottowithcrowder.com. I think this passes a sniff test where you know very well that on election day, same day voting, Republicans tend to vote more. Tend to vote very, very much more. Yes. Right. So should win 9,700 9, well, votes out of just that 17,000. Yeah. Okay. If we, we see some of those, a, sorry. I was about to say, if we see some of those 70% numbers, 76% numbers on these drops, insane. What were we about to say there, Dave? You made a good point that night, though. The early and late votes, people at work, it's right. going to be a big gap in what we're seeing. 70 right. to 30 almost across the board. Oh, and by the way, these aren't the only votes that need to remain, uh, that are remaining to be counted, right? The 17,000 in box three. What are right. the total number of votes again? I think it I have it here. 400,000 votes for Maricopa County, 290,000 of which had been dropped off that day. Right. Right. So if it, and that's not necessarily the same thing as, as voting same day in Republican spread, but it's going to lean heavily Republican. Well, again, 70 percent from Maricopa County of the 55,000 votes that were dropped off. Then there's another drop off. 137,000, 76 percent for Lake. Yep. Right. So that's both of them are above 70 percent. And those 17,000 yeah. same day, there is no way that Carrie Lake loses this. Barring some crazy, and I'm not saying foul play, but it would have to be something so out of the norm as far as the voting patterns that we have seen and the numbers that we have seen with the drops that it would defy reason. Yeah. I, I don't understand also why they do things the way they do with counting. They, they, I'm not going to – we've got some, um, some issues, some anomalies that we'll talk about later after Kerry's gone. But the counting that they did, 63,000 votes yesterday? Yeah. Do you have one person on it? Yeah. Was that like, for late early what? voting? Yes. What, what are you, what what are you talking no, about? No, the early votes have to be counted later. At right. that rate, the we'll be... late need, early... We'll, we'll yes. get the next uh -huh. election. It's like the early bird special. You I'm show sorry. up at Bob Evans you're at right. 4 o'clock. You get your dinner the next day at 10. 
Oh, right, right, right. Everyone right. knows a Bob Evans early yes. late bird special. And uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Carrie Lake addressed these voting irregularities, of course, on election day. Uh, what's your name and who are you with? Um, I'm Stephanie Sy with the CBS News Hour. Do you think this is normal, guys? My question is, do you think what's happening here in Maricopa County is normal? We have had problems after problems. And there's a reason we decided to change locations. We were going to go to a pretty Republican area. But I woke up this morning and within minutes of the polls opening up, I started getting people calling, voters in tears, calling my personal number, saying, what's going on? The tabulators aren't working. They told me to put my, my ballot into a box and they would drive it downtown to county. This is not normal stuff. We don't have to have elections run this way. We switched from a Republican area to vote. We came right down into the heart of liberal Phoenix to vote because we wanted to make sure that we had good machines. And guess what? They've had zero problems with their machines today. Not one machine spit out a ballot here today. Not one in a very liberal area. So we were right to come and vote in a liberal area. All right. Baller move. Yeah. Indeed. By the way. <laughs> She's like, oh, we were going to go vote in uh, the place that I normally vote. It's a Republican stronghold. Why don't we go see how things are going at liberal polling places and uh, see if my vote. Oh, oh, it works yeah. here? <laughs> Weird. By, by the way, am I wearing a sh I'm wearing a shirt, right? Yeah, here. I think so. <laughs> I hope Just so. this morning, I just rolled... <laughs> Rolled out of bed, I was like, what? What's happening? What? <laughs> it's a very weird day. My whole circadian rhythm, my clock is off. You're not supposed to picture yourself naked to calm yourself down. That's true. An audience. It's Don't say that. Different. We have a very yeah. nice lady on the show. No That's one's picturing true. anybody Shrew. naked. So Speak for oh yourself. <laughs> I'm talking about me. In the yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Wednesday. Let's go through this really quickly. On Wednesday, county officials, yeah, they only counted, you already mentioned the 63,000. Yeah, I didn't give the other stuff. Like, I mean... It, it, Compare this to Florida. They have 7.2 million people in Arizona. Florida has 21.78 million people. And we kind of knew this before the rest of the country went to wow. bed. We were yeah. like, yeah, okay, Florida, that's that's done. You guys do it pretty well. Florida counted 98% of their votes. Can we bring back that clip of them freaking out on MSNBC with Florida? I'd love yeah, to run that clip Miami today for Gate people County. who missed the uh, the election stream because I know it's like seven hours long, so yeah. it might be hard for you to find it. It was in the on-air channel. But so the actual cool reaction was an audible, oh, uh, wow. Uh, what the fuck? Oh. Ha, ha. I think it would have sworn ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that they said that they did that. Yes. You heard it. The oh wow yeah. from somebody yeah, yeah. behind. Here a guy go. <laughs> Are you serious, Clark? Yep, hundred percent serious. <laughs> because Rubio won Miami Dade County, and you know that Democrats were going. That's our own. That's our county. Well, he not only did he win the county. He, what they were ex exasperated by was this person won the early voting, which goes heavy, heavy, heavy Democrat. Right. And in a heavy, heavy Democrat county that was won by 30 points by Hillary Clinton right. in 2016. So we'll grab that clip. I've got that clip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's show that clip. Yeah. We just got, I'm told we just got Miami Dade. This is a big one in Florida. Let's take a look at, okay. This, we got the, yeah. So <laughs> let's put this in some perspective. Miami Dade County has Someone two get three that man a south. people. Yes. You lose. <laughs> the guy behind him goes, Wow! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of votes. <laughs> oh, I love it. He's like, oh yeah. Uh, so look, just like the stream that we we did, we're incredibly grateful for all of you. It was, and by the way, did you see they were trying to talk about which numbers beat out who? Mm -hmm. Fox News was like number one with like three something million people, which are, to but like none of them are in the demo. So thank you guys <laughs> for watching CNN, MSNBC. Mm -hmm. There is a shift now. Half Media them, has changed, yeah. and we don't even need YouTube. That's another big change. Keep in mind. These votes obviously weren't counted in comparison to Florida, 98% in Florida. 
right? Only 63,000 uh, in the county were counted there when we're talking about Arizona. Um, is that, uh, are we talking about Maricopa County? That, no, that was the county officials. The county officials, that. yeah, that's 68, right. 68,000, yeah, 63,000. Keep in mind, too, the Secretary of State, who oversees the elections, Katie Hobbs, who's also running against Carrie Lake. Yeah, name sounds familiar. Well, that's odd. Oh, yes. Yeah, By George. It's almost like, you know, if there's a conflict of interest, if you, I don't know, like have equity in like a company making a, an mRNA injection. Right. Or if you're like in right. Congress and you're going to like, like set the, the trajectory for a company and you buy that company's stock beforehand right. or, or sell it beforehand, right. you know, that kind of thing. Like yeah. Corolla DeVille running the Humane Society. Yeah. Pretty you're much. saying like Martha Stewart going to jail? No, that's no. Just, yeah. That's just a feel-good story. You mean year. everybody else but her? Yes. Everybody else but her. Ah, gotcha. Should have seen how she folded that uh, orange jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> I like to incentivize she our elected sheets. officials to break the law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the finest license plate you ever saw. <laughs> why, why does my license plate have a doily? Just <laughs> considered a collector's <laughs> item. Oh, it's a, it's a cover on You got a vanity plate for free. So Hobbs <laughs> is the Secretary of State. Obviously a conflict of interest. Did not recuse herself. You know what would have fixed all of this in Arizona, at least? Could have helped it? Some good old traditional ballots. And uh, we're so old-fashioned here. This is before we bring on Carrie Lake. She's coming here onto the show. She's a very, very busy lady. We believe here, I think I can say, do I speak for all of us? We feel strongly enough about this primitive technology Mm -hmm. that, uh, as a matter of fact, we're really happy to have brought on a uh, brand new sponsor. Remember simpler times? Remember punch card voting? When you woke up on a Wednesday morning and actually knew who won the election. When a pregnant Chad was just an indentation on a piece of paper. Now it's an emoji. Remember not knowing what an emoji was? That was nice. Remember when celebrities didn't tell you to go out and vote? I'm drinking milk for good. They just looked pretty and kayaked for no reason. When the only needles you had to worry about were filled with heroin and not an unproven mRNA injection. Those were the days when you could just poke a hole through a ballot and Joe couldn't poke his way through a primary. When good old Joe was consciously lying. That's what you do when you're raised by a single mom. Not slowly death rattling his way through a long, tragic fugue state. Remember those days? His kids sure do. Punch card voting. You had to show up in person. Not like nowadays, where you can mail it in. You must have a lot of friends to send you all all them letters, huh? No, I don't have any friends. I wrote these letters myself. You don't even have to exist at all. Voices. It counted, unless you were in Chicago. (laughs) The more things change. Punch card voting. Life is pretty much now. Simpler times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other days. Yeah. They aren't so much a sponsor as we actually, uh, we paid to run that spot. We paid ourselves? No, we're out of budget now, by the way. Oh. So guys, just so you know, um, you might want some of those stimmy checks. <laughs> Are those still available? I think it was worth it. Worth every penny. Speaking of worth every penny. <laughs> no, what I mean to say is. Every vote. Every single vote. What I mean to say is this next person is fantastic and probably the candidate who we all know, it's no secret, I was most in, most enthusiastic about going yeah. into this election. Why? Because she's, she, she's like, she is like the honey badger in, in incarnate. She's a honey badger. You ever see her sure. go after the media? It's like a spider monkey on crack. She just jumps <laughs> on them like a backpack and just like, rah, 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 and they're like, don't do 
this. Like, I regret it. I immediately regret trying to catch you. So let's bring her on. I am thrilled and uh, honestly, I don't want to say hopeful. I think realistically optimistic. And I want to talk with this future governor uh, about all of these uh, sort of new voting developments. Carrie Lake. All right, Governor, can you hear me? How are you? I can. You mean lack of developments. This is an embarrassment once again in Arizona. Uh. I, yeah, I know. I'm so well, I didn't want to I didn't want to obviously uh, denigrate your state uh, because the state is great. But boy, your voting there uh, kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. I have the, this, the I have I have the great um, information for you today, though, because, you know, people get nervous. They're like, what's going on? What's happening? Are they trying to steal this? Our elections need reforming. And I've been talking about this for a long time. We saw this in 2020. We saw it again in the primary and we're seeing it now. They, they have a ton of um, of ballots to count. We have 622,000 ballots left to be counted in Arizona. How many? Unbelievable. 622,000. I think there were roughly about two and a half um, million Okay. votes cast and we've got 621 left to be counted now the good news is almost 400,000 of them are people who had an early ballot and dropped it off on election day now who does that these are people who are nervous about dropping them in those those uh, uh you know drop boxes they're nervous about dropping them in the mail they wanted to show up on election day and hand deliver it those are going to go heavily our way. Yes. These are Republican voters. These are people who distrust the election system. And those would be voters who would vote for me. Yeah. We also have a lot of those drawer three, the people who showed up. Remember, in a lot of these areas, 20% of our uh, election machines weren't working. And they showed up and they had to give a ballot and drop it can, in drawer three. Can I ask three you a question? Ballot. Because there were there were different discrepancies there. Uh, was it, in fact, uh, just that uh, someone didn't go to Staples to get print, printer ink? That's what we were told. It was printer ink. It was batteries that weren't working. You know, I don't know if this is all accidental, if this is intentional. I mean, get your act together. I, I'm sorry, did you say Wait. batteries? Yeah, there were some batteries that I, I heard that had, you know, needed to be replaced. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is the big day. This is the Super Bowl. Yes. You show up and you're ready to go. So you're we should- not like, oh, I forgot my helmet at home. Oh, I, I don't have my, you know, this, that's, pads, that's not whatever. fair. That's not fair to make fun of the fact that Hobbs uh, sometimes does wear a leather helmet. Now, we should have had a poll watcher, <laughs> the Energizer Bunny. That would have solved a lot of this problem. I just want to make sure that I get something straight here. The, the, this person who is in charge of making sure that the elections go off without a hitch and that everybody's you know doing what they should on a county level didn't have enough batteries and ink and wants to run the state? It was dollar well, store this were, these were the problems at some of the voting centers. Let me tell you what we what we did wrong. A couple years ago, COVID hit. Where did we all used to vote? We vote in a small precinct, mm-hmm. maybe at a church down the street or a school down the street. Well, COVID happened, and what happened? Our schools were shut down. Our churches were shut down, and they moved all of us into these massive voting centers where a lot of people show up and the lines are long, and so you get one printing machine they print out the ballots right there and the toner goes low and then pretty soon you go to enter that ballot into the counting machine and it can't read it because there wasn't enough toner i mean it's just a bunch of stupid problems that we don't need to have and you know what i don't uh, i'm a a grown adult male i don't know what toner is (laughs) 
I know that I need to put it in. But could this be some foul play on behalf of former CEO of, of Hewlett Packard, Carly Fiorina? Because this has her fingerprints all over, her toner fingerprints oh all over it. Um, well, you also. Well, voted. I don't know, but I will say this, guys: we can't keep doing this to the people of Arizona. No. It's not fair. I know people want convenience. Oh, I want to vote at home, early ballots. We've taken that from being a week long to two week long. To, we, we vote for a month now with early ballots. Yeah. People have five ballots showing up to their home with one registered voter. We have to get control of this because it's out of control. And it is, it's disenfranchising people. Yes. You know, people in other counties in Arizona where they've turned their ballots in already and they've already been counted are sitting here waiting, staring at their watch, wanting to know who's won. And we're waiting primarily on Maricopa County to get their acts together. So we need to figure this out. It's not rocket science. We can restore faith and honesty in our elections. I believe we need to bring it back down to small precincts where you do day of voting, and you count it right there. Yeah. We I, shouldn't be waiting this well, long. Especially considering that Florida was able to do it. Florida was able to do it very quickly. It's a much bigger state than Arizona. Uh, they had 98% mm -hmm. of the vote. And I want to make sure, and this is why, just for people who, who don't know, we're sending you programs so you can see the overlays I bring up to make sure I'm not incorrect. So I know there's a delay. Thanks for working with us. Uh, the New York Times, as, as of their last update, showed that uh, a sorry 1,894,000 votes are in and uh, they had there was a difference of 13,000 votes between you and uh, and Hobbs um, and of course there have been all of these drops that heavily favor you is is that well, still the trend that we're sorry go ahead yeah correct me where I'm wrong yeah because, election yeah. night the first drop was primarily early ballots the first drop of numbers and those are ballots that have been coming in for the past month they favored my opponent we expected that. And then as a, a day of votes started getting tallied, we quickly made up ground. We were 15 points down the minute they released the early ballots. And then by, I think, like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., we caught up pretty much. Right. Very close. And now yesterday they released, we gave them a whole day, and they released 62,000 votes. And they went, I'm trying to remember how they went, pretty much almost even. I made up a little bit more ground. Yeah. So... One full day of counting, and they only released 62,000 votes. We have 622,000 votes left to be tallied. Let's get it done. This is ridiculous. What I think they're doing is slow rolling our victory. They want to take the air out of this movement, and they can't do it because it's a movement, and we the people are fed up, and we're not going to slow down. We're not going to let them take the fire out of our belly. And so they slow roll the results. You know, Ron DeSantis goes out, gives his big speech, and then they want to make it look like the Trump Republicans don't have a chance. We do. We're going to win. I'm 100% sure of that. I think that Blake may even win with the look of what is left to be counted. Yeah. These votes are going to go Blake's way as well. And so they just want to control the narrative. And they can do that by how quickly they release results. Yes. Think well, about it. The, here's it's, the big irony. Think about it. Remember, they, they were trying to prepare saying the red mirage. The red mirage, right? Well, this is the opposite, where they were trying to claim, oh, oh Carrie Lake's going to... It was the blue mirage, and that's why they want to, like you said, slow roll it as much as possible. Because, again, people don't quite understand the difference between early voting versus these boxes, people who tried to show up and vote. From what I understand, Gerald yeah. has a question yeah, here. So, you know, you said it earlier. You said the people of Arizona are waiting. We can't keep doing... We, it's happening to the country. 
everybody's looking at yeah. Arizona right it's now. We can't do the that. Whole country. Exactly. Right. And so this doesn't do anything to make people feel better about voting security either. Whether anything's going on or not, irrelevant. Having this kind of slow roll process when other larger states are doing a very good job of getting the votes counted and everything's taken care of makes you go, why is it that this is happening? It leaves room yeah. for doubt. And we don't want that in any of our elections. Well, exactly. You know, we're not allowed to ask questions about elections, right? right. According to the Democrats <laughs> Rumble, in the we can. press. We, you can right here on <laughs> but, Rumble. I, yeah. Carrie Lake, look, I want to say something here. This is truly from the bottom of my heart. I, I, I'm not like a, provid- a guy, providential guy. The fact that, and you know, I was a little bit upset, not with you, with the situation that we were removed from YouTube because during the primary you said there are issues with the election that you won, by the way, which I think is incredibly telling. You wanted to ensure uh, safe elections and secure elections. We were removed from YouTube. So, then the night of the stream, uh, it was the single most watched stream uh, that's ever happened, not on YouTube. So we had half a million people, if you added across watching. We were able to cover Arizona honestly and accurately without any fear of retribution. So really, I should be thanking you because you were the reason we were removed from YouTube. And it was, it was proof of concept that we don't have to stream there. So you can say whatever you want and uh, not be concerned. Good. We have freedom of speech. That's a nice thing. And we will continue to question our elections as long as they're run the way they are. My goodness, we have to. It is our duty as Americans to question this kind of behavior. It's it's I think it's unethical, but really incompetent. I don't know if it's malicious. It's incompetent at minimum. Right. And we can't have them uh, slow rolling election results. Get on the ball and get it done. They're delaying the inevitable. We will win this. I will be Arizona's next governor. I'm already making uh, moves and we're planning for our next step, the transition to uh, lead this state. And one of the top issues is going to be to restore faith and honesty in our elections. We want Democrats, Republicans, and independents to all rest assured that their legal vote counts. They have results in a timely manner by election night so we can all go to bed and know who won and not leave the good citizens of Arizona wringing their hands, wondering who their uh, elected officials are, and leaving the country wondering who is going to be heading to D.C. representing this great state. It's it's unbelievable and we're not going to allow it to continue happening election after election well they try to preemptively say election denier right before we even get to these issues which are so glaringly apparent we just talked about this you know um uh, lauren bobert they called the race and she said no no hold on i'm I'm not conceding and they said oh election denier right it's separated by 64 votes i believe it could be changing at the time of this at the time of this stream since we started but you're talking about under 100 votes thank god this person didn't concede they want people to concede preemptively and if i have this right again this is uh from this morning here before uh, it could have changed in the last 30 minutes 290,000 early ballots were dropped off on election day those have yet to be counted uh first off my question is is that correct and then can you make really clear for some people who don't understand, because a lot of people, you know, are not political hobbyists, the difference between those late early ballots and in-person voting, because it's confusing when you have a box, yeah. but it's in-person voting, but it goes into box three. A lot of it is confusing. It's hard for people to make sense of it. Yeah. When you do all of this, uh, you know, mail-in ballots and you have election season instead of election day and you have er- also early voting centers and then you have the voting centers, it's confusing. Voting shouldn't be this confusing. Right. Show up, vote, count the vote. But we've made it really confusing. Even people who vote every election are confused. The truth of the matter is, and I just got these numbers, there are 384,000. That's a lot of votes. 384,000 votes that are mail-in ballots. So these people received them a month ago, but they didn't trust 
probably most of them dropping them off at a drop box or in the U.S. Postal Service. So they filled them out. They went into the voting center on Election Day and handed them in. They felt that was the safest way to ensure that their ballot truly got to where it needed to go. Right. Well, that's and important. And those ones haven't been counted. Those are most likely going to go two to one, maybe even three to one or greater in my direction, in the Republicans' direction. And, and I hate to step on you, but it's just because sometimes we're you know too close to the four see the trees here. Um, you're saying these are ballots that were sent out. These are early ballots, but people, this is key, didn't trust just sending them back in, so they dropped them off on election day. So they're technically yep. early votes, but dropped off that day. And that would be obviously most comparable to the numbers, like we said, the uh, drop of 55,000 votes in Maricopa County of which 70.6% went to you. Another 137,000 vote drop, uh, similar to this, 76% went to you, right? These are the kinds of votes that we're talking about. The number you just gave us, how many remain to be counted? Three hundred and eighty, more than three hundred and eighty-four thousand. Wow. We believe that on the low end, we'll, we would get sixty percent. On the high end, more than eighty percent of those votes. Yeah. Well, it's not quite and Joe Biden's ninety-seven percent in Wayne County, but you know what? You're doing okay. <laughs> well, here's the deal. My homeowners association has more secure elections that are run more competently. We need to improve our elections. And we will do it when I win. We're going to do this. It's going to be top a top of our agenda starting on day 1. We'll have a special session and we're going to we're going to get our lawmakers to get the work so that this doesn't happen. We're tired of being the butt of jokes. We're more than that. We're tired of not knowing the results of our election and waiting for days and weeks for them to be counted. It's unacceptable for the people of Arizona. And I know that you have uh, other places to be. You have a lot of interviews. Just please, once you are governor, when it happens, you know, please still, we want you to be a friend of the show. Because what often happens is we, we help these people. And then they're like, oh, it's a risk to go back on that show. <laughs> but And honestly, our, our, our fans absolutely love you because you, you, you don't, I don't want to say you don't care. But you are authentic. That counts for a lot. That's why this show has really had the longevity that it does. Let me ask you one question before you leave. I care so much. I actually care so much about the people. What I don't care about is a bunch of fake news propagandists and what they say about me and critics. I care about the people. That's why I'm in this. I absolutely. And you know what? That comes across. Let me ask you this. You you become governor, which will happen. Uh, And then... You said you're going to do what you can to secure the, what's the, give us one example of what you think is most important, the first step to ensure that elections are just more secure uh, or, or less confusing than right now. What would be the one thing you would want to start with? Well, I, I really don't think we should have election season. Our constitution says election day. Yep. Election day. The longer you drag it out, the more problems there are and the more fraught with fraud. You could see fraud slide and slip in. And so I want to see that a little bit closer to election day. I think we need to definitely clean our voter rolls, remove people who've moved, remove people who've died. That's bare minimum. (laughs) I mean, am I asking too much here, guys? Controversial. I feel like uh, I've done that on this show many times, but yes. And there's just a lot of things we can do, but uh, we've got to get rid of these electronic voting machines, the tabulators that didn't work. They were spitting out ballots. People were trying to put the ballot in, you know, six times. It would finally on the sixth time accept that. This is outrageous. And so we just need to make sure that uh, there's a million things we can do, a bunch of different things we can do. I'll let the legislators, you know, parse that out and figure it out. And we will make sure that on election day, we have results, results that are definitive. And I I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. There's a whole bunch of different ways we can do it, but we are going to have elections that are honest. Look how great Florida did 
And when you pull out all the garbage and you make sure you don't have, you know, mail-in ballots laying around on every mailbox in town, you get honest elections. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And also you have record voter turnout in a lot of these places that people don't remember. We thought voter ID, they said it's going to suppress votes. Well, that's not what happened in Georgia. Uh, so I think, yeah, no more election season and just voter ID for every single state. Because keep in mind, when there's a voting season, you know, there used to be the October surprise. That no longer applies. In other words, a lot of people might want to change their vote if they say, ooh, Hobbs doesn't want to show up to debate. That makes me a little uneasy yeah. voting for Can't change it, already cast a vote. That's just an example. But a season doesn't make sense considering how much changes leading up to the day. I know you're busy. Where's the best place for people? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say find you, support you. And also get rid of the ballot. You know, you can't harvest ballots when you just have one day to do that. Right. It's really hard. Yep. And and so we, there's a lot of corruption in our system, and we're gonna we're gonna root that out, make it easy to vote, impossible to cheat. If you want more information on me, you can go to carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. I am moving toward um, transitioning into running this state, and we're starting to pull people together to help lead this state in a really positive direction. I want my supporters and the people of Arizona to know, great things are ahead for Arizona. We will win this. We will win it big, and we're going to do great things. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Kerry. We appreciate it. And that has been Governor Kerry Lake, everybody. Now right. where she's moving. What? The governor's mansion. <laughs> can she That's opt out of the governor's mansion? I would imagine I mean, she has a nicer house. I'm yeah, assuming you can. Maybe. I can't wait to vote for her as president. <laughs> well look if she yeah. does it right she could At be a De- vp yes she yeah. well, she could be a desantis type if she goes in yeah. and she does what she says she's going to do that's really look it's the blueprint desantis said i'm going to do a b and c and he did a b and c and people yeah. said oh he wanted a landslide uh, i like a b and c you know what else he did he secured his elections yes and i want to dive into that maybe on a future segment of the show but that is the blueprint for every other state out there and it's not they're like oh it's the blueprint on how to cheat no it's the blueprint on how to make sure you have safe and secure elections and you don't have any shenanigans going on. Have elections run well and have the votes counted that day. Don't have election season. I like the way she said that. That's probably going to stick. There is no election season. It's election day. Well, it, it just think about that, though. The term October surprise in this industry. You can't have an October surprise if people are voting in September. And I exactly. don't know how far back it goes in some places, but certainly well into October. Beginning of October at the very least. Yeah, at the very least. Uh, I can't remember when it was that Hobbs officially decided to not debate. That would have taken place in October. If the I'm Hunter mistaken. Biden laptop story was in October, I believe. Well, that was removed. Any, that no, no, didn't, no, that removed, didn't happen. But people's votes would have happened before that if it had not been Not censored. a surprise. It though. didn't happen. But I, I nothing did happen. I know nothing was on. There wasn't three. No, hundred. <laughs> it was almost like it was a cry for help. No, he didn't want Daddy to to acknowledge him. No, we all know there's no Hunter Biden laptop story. No, isn't that right? Oh wait, we're not on YouTube. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter yeah. Biden has sex with kids. Man. Yeah, the Apple Geek Squad guy was like, "Hey, uh, you want me to copy this and send this out to random repair shops around the country and just abandon them?" Yeah. That's it exactly was your what niece, you, you sick. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I want everyone to know. <laughs> Just really, it's absolutely, I mean, the worst part is he thought that the Apple geniuses, he actually thought they were geniuses. Well, I, I conflated Apple and He's like, I can it on their van. Yes, it does. Yeah. It says it on their van. <laughs> it's Mensa, Apple They're genius. At a bar. It's the same they thing. Must know stuff. You want to talk to one of our geniuses? How about customer service? I just Can you just fix those? <laughs> That's what they are. Now, here's India. Yeah. Let's uh, just. You go to the genius. They're like, ah, have you hit the, uh, have you done a hard restart? No. Why don't you show me, genius? Uh, you turn it, <laughs> is it turn it off? It's mm. off now. Yeah. This is, yeah. Well, but, you got me. Oh, well, then can you show me how to turn it on? This is Bain's new job. How are you employed? That's why there are no more Apple stores. Have you searched in our area? Yeah, there's like, yeah. there's none. There's I'm going to look at what kind of porn you watch.
Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? I have found that when you unplug and replug the modem, that it's still defective. <laughs> I don't like porn that involves many men in a face. This is odd. <laughs> this pornography was on this tablet when it came to me. There was eight Liar. black men and a white woman on a couch. I have no idea. I was scared for her. I went to a genius to avoid this situation. Now oh, your punishment must be severe. I cried for her. <laughs> <laughs> I weep for Biden Ashley. Been there, done that. Um. <laughs> so look, we are going to go, uh, and you can go and obviously support. I do think, look, unless there's some kind of a crazy, and it doesn't mean that it can't happen, voting anomaly at this point. But remember, the left, hey, Go out on your shield, buddies. Say, oh, look at the numbers. And we are, we, we've always said, well, hold on a second. The problem with the numbers is that you're able to tweak them and massage them depending on where the votes come in and depending on which machines work. Right now, the numbers don't lie if you look at the drops that we have seen. And if the numbers trend even on the low end, the 60%, like she said, which, by the way, that was her being very conservative. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to be accused of being an election denier. And she's not. She's actually trying to acknowledge the election. Unless she's just saying what election. happened in, in her defense. 60% would be very, saying, very low. Yes, yes. None of these drops have come in below 70. No. So I would be willing to bet it would be between 70 and 75%, and she should win by two full percentage points. So I say this because, look, um, what are they talking Oh, Biden to meet China's leader. Yeah, that's what they're talking about on CNN. That's what's most Yay. timely here in the United States. Where's the dim sum? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's not what we're doing, Joe. It, doesn't Hunter. he already get paid by him? <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's more of a, it's more of a speaking fee. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Where's my per diem? But w when you have all these conservatives, you have these Republicans who are being defeatist. Look, you need to be realistic. But the fact is, okay, looks like we're going to win. Uh, Republicans are going to win the House. And I say we just because, you know, I can't stand Democrats. I know I don't necessarily like all Republicans either. But I certainly at this point would favor Republicans over Democrats. Going to win the House. Senate's going to be at the very least a split, probably a probably a majority Republican. It's possible. It's possible. At the very least, it's not going to be a trouncing. No, 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 no. And then a lot of governorships. And you also have to understand, it's not just the quantity, but it is the quality of the wins. Governor DeSantis, that's a quality win. Keep in mind, Beto, right, had 25% of his funding was all outside funding. When we talk about, before we get to the voting machines, and we'll take your chat on chat Thursday on Mug Club, before we get to the voting machines, before we get to election season, before we get to all of these glitches that can be planned, right? And by that, I don't mean that someone, you know, I don't mean Mike Lindell, Hugo Chavez rigged the Dominion voting machines. That's why I have my voting machine. <laughs> it's American assembled, but comes with the finest Turkish fabric. Oh, you're going to love my vote. Make sure my cross is out of my shirt there. Oh, my voting machine. <laughs> Um, before you get to that, the, the media bias, the social media tomfoolery is enough. We've talked about that with the Hunter Biden story, right? We've talked about with this stream being removed from YouTube. That is enough. And so I point to that as far as quality. Think of what Governor Greg Abbott, who's a wheelchair guy, what he was up against. Yuck. He was up against Beto, who had 25% <laughs> of his money was outside funding, meaning not from people in Texas. He had all of the media. Right? He was the darling of social media, of all the social media influencers. Yeah. Obviously, he had favoritism when you look on YouTube, Google, only a handful of companies. Right? You're talking about, okay, Google, YouTube, that's one. Meta, Facebook, that's one. Twitter, which this is, this is also a big change. Elon Musk, Twitter, 
and rumble election night. Those are two monumental changes that can change that yep. landscape, which is more important than what happens on the day of voting. We need people like Carrie Lake. We need people like DeSantis to make sure that their states take care of the logistics of the specific legislative uh, issues that they can. But more important than that, upstream from that, is the entertainment big tech media industrial complex and the quality of the win for someone like Governor Abbott against Beto. Think of all the coverage, just in your mind's eye, of Beto versus Abbott. And then when you think of any of the coverage of DeSantis, we know it was all negative everywhere else. That's what we, sometimes people say, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What can we do? I'm not running for office. Okay, I'm not running for office. Certainly not anytime soon. I don't plan to ever unless I'm retired and I feel like I absolutely have to. But we are able to bring you the counterbalance now in a way that reaches more people. It's not even a counterbalance. It's just actual coverage at this point. The quality of the wins for a DeSantis and by how much. The quality of the win with Abbott and by how much over Beto against this unbelievable machine. By the way, in states, you can go and read articles that were claiming Texas would be a blue state by the year 2024. It's going the opposite direction. We also heard the same about Florida. We heard the same a little bit about Ohio not all that long ago. The quality of wins matter. And I would say, this is just my opinion, the quality of a win of a Kerry Lake. Here's the thing. If Kerry Lake wins right now, likely by around two points, okay? If she does what it is that she said she is going to do, and if she is, as she said she would be, which I love, the media's worst freaking nightmare, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, re-election she wins by double digits or by numbers comparable to Abbott and to DeSantis. It's the quality of win. If she gets in, Arizona becomes more and more red. That's what they're afraid of. That's why it's not on a ticker like the COVID ticker, which somehow disappeared on CNN. The quality of the wins. There still is a quantity, by the way, which is significant, just not as significant as people told you it was going to be because they wanted you to go read their blog and watch their videos. We came in on the outset. I said, I don't think Oz is going to win. Who, do, who could have possibly imagined that the guy who doesn't really even live in Pennsylvania the Muslim who doesn't even really live in Pennsylvania with a weird last name might lose to a guy who looks like everyone in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have goiter stroke. Okay? Oh, this is God. the issue. Herschel Walker, nice guy. Nice guy. Not the best candidate. The fact that it's even close. Yeah. Don't look at that as a loss. Look at the quality of wins when there's someone even remotely competent, when there are people who are willing to fight. DeSantis, someone like a Kerry Lake, there's a lot of good to take from this. And if you look at the numbers, you never want to lose, and I'm not a micro-political guy, but go with me here. I know we're not doing as much of the cultural stuff today, but this is just a season that we have to hit. You never want to try and lose, make a part of your strategy losing a battle to win the war, right? You, want to, you have to create a plan of winning every single battle possible to win the war because you don't want to be behind on the scorecards. That being said, kind of, and you heard me say, right? On, what did I say on the outset of the election stream? That everyone says this is the most important election of your lifetime. Right. What did I say? Next one is. I said that this is a precursor to it. Yep. You probably couldn't be in a better position for 2024. Yeah assuming you get rid of all the cheating and the fraud, than you are right now. Where? There's a, there are enough Republicans to stop the crazy left agenda, but not so many that they can be blamed for the shit and inflation that is coming down the pike because it's already been enacted in the last two years, right? This is going to get worse before it gets better, and they, of course, because they know voters have a short memory, would try and blame that on Republicans. So the fact that a lot of this can be rightfully still laid at the Democrats' feet 
and Republicans can effectively be enough of a party of no, still allows that contrast in 2024, as I said at the beginning of that seven-hour stream, to be a referendum on lockdowns, on masks, on mandatory vaccines for federal workers and trying to ostracize you if you didn't go along with it, on shutting down schools, on the power of the teachers' unions, on our intelligence agencies. It can still be a referendum on all of that. If I were to write on paper the best-case scenario going into 2024, it would be enough Republicans to mitigate damage, but that the blame can rightfully still be placed on Democrats because they have enacted policies and there aren't going to be that many crazy. They won't be as effective with policies in the next two years. The crap that you see over the next two years, that's the rubber band effect. That's already been put into motion. Look, here's the bad news. You can expect gas prices to go up now that election's done because we know that Biden said, I don't care if it goes up after the election, right? When he was talking about his deal with the Saudis. You can expect inflation to go up. So be very prudent right? Save for a rainy day right now. You can expect the housing market to take a big hit. I hope that you don't have to sell your house right now. But also the silver line there is if you're in a strong cash position, well, guess what? There are some good opportunities for you. Be ready, gird your loins, be prudent, and get ready for 2024. That is the most important election of our lifetime. And guess what? There is a lot that you can do, and there's a lot that we can do. Because for the first time, the first time in our lifetime. Look, they talk about Generation Z, right? That's the message. It's last, Generation Z, Generation Z, Generation Z. Okay, why? They don't watch CNN. They don't watch Fox News. They don't watch MSNBC. They probably don't know what a CBS is. They have no idea. They get all of their information from basically three or four platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Well, guess what? Twitter's going to be fair. It's going to be an even playing field because we charge that $8. And YouTube and Google are less relevant than ever. Not irrelevant, but there is some competition. So if Generation Z split 30 points for Democrats, well, that just needs to be chipped away at a little bit. And that wasn't even possible before this election. There would be, think about this. If you're a 24-year-old kid, you're a 22-year-old kid, right? And you're about to go in and vote in this last election. How could you possibly have a balanced viewpoint? You're getting information from Facebook. Well, we've been suspended from Facebook. So is, I believe, I don't know if Carrie Lake has. I know she's had some issues. She's got, yeah. She got us suspended from YouTube. I don't know how many conservatives have been removed. The sitting president of the United States was removed from Twitter at that point. So if you're looking, you're Generation Z. Well, I don't see uh, any tweets from Donald Trump. I've been told what his tweets are. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't see any conservative media coverage. Uh, this biggest media, uh, biggest YouTube channel that's ever existed on the right, you, uh, Stephen does it's not there. I've been told what it is that they believe. Well, I can't hear from Carrie Lake in my feed because that's being throttled on Facebook. I've been told what to believe. Now we go into 2024. Guess what? That entire generation now has alternatives for information. Yep. That changes a lot. You combine that with the quality of wins and securing the elections. If these representatives do what they say they're going to do, and you guys have seen me get pissed off with people who have been friends of this show and been turncoats. If Carrie Lake were to do that, she would he, she would have an earful from me. I'd be willing to bet my bottom dollar that she's not going to do that. If they do their part and we do our part, look at the quality of wins, look at the fracturing of media, Twitter, that's a huge change. YouTube, look at what we're doing on Rumble. There's nothing else that's even competitive. And I don't just say that for us. I say that for everyone else out there watching, like Jeremy at the quartering on election night. Hey, you guys can do it too. You don't have to stream to YouTube now. You don't have to decide between a viewership, a livelihood, or your conscience. You can do it now and still have a viable path to working in media. And all of that allows this Generation Z, as we've seen with Hispanics. Hispanics, for the first time, they... They weren't being told what DeSantis thought. They got to hear what DeSantis thought. See, the 
for the first time, Generation Z, won't have to hear what we all think from someone else. They won't have to get some kind of a third-party interpretation. They will be able to hear it for themselves. And just so, in case you're wondering, do I have faith in this? Look, this is not false optimism. Let me tell you how much I have faith in this. I was at, and I'll leave you with this, we'll go to chat. And Gerald knows this. Uh, Gerald and I have been friends for a very, very long time. You know, I was at Fox News for four and a half years. Toolman worked at Fox News. And um, the idea for Change My Mind was pitched there. I was told it would never work. And the inspiration for it was me saying, hey, look, getting in a quadrant view and people trying to get their sound bites in, this really isn't a way for people to actually hear a productive conversation and for people to be able to learn how to rationalize their position. What if we just did, you know, instead of a magazine, television version of a magazine is what they call it, these magazine shows. Toolman, you know what that's considered, where it's like a montage, right? <laughs> yeah, which means yeah. they need to fill space and run some ads. And you I, were young when you pitched it too, right? Yeah, I was uh, 23. Yeah, so very young. 23, I said, what if we just had an hour where it was unedited? And by that, I mean we just, the whole conversation with average people as opposed to pundits where we can rationalize. And they said, that would never work. That would never work. And I said, you know what? I think the ideas are strong enough and conversation around ideas, if they're presented strongly enough, I disagree with you. I think it would work. They said, no, you need a banner and a lower third and a this and a that. And you, need to have a, you need to have a crane camera coming in and someone throws a football. And I said, well, you know what? Okay, I believe so much in the fact that if our ideas, your ideas, simply get in front of even the voting bases like Generation Z that are 30%, and may, maybe I could be wrong, but people said it about millennials only a few years ago in this last election. I think they broke for Dems uh, single digits. Those are some huge gains. I believe so strongly that if we can get just our idea and the conversation firsthand in front of people, that enough minds are changed. I believed in it so much that I stepped away from the biggest media company that's ever, that's, that exists to try it on my own, and you guys have voted over, well, for crying out loud, I'm a meme, and sometimes I have people come up who hate me, <laughs> and they say, huh, how does it feel to be a meme? You know what? And I think about the fact that it's reached so many people who don't even think about politics who would never, for example, look up the idea that there are two genders, two genders change my mind to the Second Amendment or, 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 or even the First Amendment. And I think of that meme graphic and I think of how reaching people, getting our ideas in front of them, how that makes gains ultimately, you know, when you're playing the long game. And I think of how that can affect future elections and generations, not just elections, but how people live their lives. And they say, how does it feel to be a meme? And I, I think, and I say, feels great. Rumble, thank you. Let's go to chat Thursday on Mug Club.